Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And welcome to the Basket World, the gayest half iron podcast on the planet. We start hard questions like If all dogs go to heaven, where do hellhounds go when they die? Also, heaven, they're still dogs, duh. But they like to take some trips down sometimes. I agree. So, like, they can, it's like, um. Yeah. And they have, yeah. like, joint custody. It's, it's you know, when you, like, like every, every other weekend, you, like, go to the other parent's mm-hmm. house. That's what it's like for hellhounds. But when they go to hell, it's not like they're suffering in hell. It's like they go to hell and then yeah. But like, would you not find that maybe they'd dislike being in heaven? No, I don't think that they dislike anything. Dogs, dogs just like being given uh, treats and being pet. And if they would be having that happen, which of course (laughs) they would, they they would be fine. But they're made of fire and bones. You're made of bones. You can't pet them. And heaven isn't a physical place. Yeah, like it, what? Oh, do you think it's gonna burn down? Or yeah, but they can't get they just can't get tummy rolls. Cool environment. Who the fuck says they can't get tummy rolls? Yes, they rubs? can. If they get, you can't give them a tummy rub if they don't have a tummy. They have a tummy. What? No, can hellhounds are just bones and fire. What do you? And that's not what I think hellhounds are. You know what? What? Actually, I'm looking at Art of Hellhounds I'm, from Galarian, Googling... and I do have tummies, so I am in the Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Would you like to play some Pathfinder? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, previously in Extinction Curse, um, you guys were uh, walking up a big foggy road, and uh, a uh, Skull Taker, which is a giant undead bone monster, came up and was like, sup, and you guys were like, sup, and they gave you some exposition, letting you know that, hey, just so you know, uh, Several Everhunger has been doing this thing called the Extinction Curse, an old ritual that Aradin was doing to uh, destroy the Isle of Cortos. Uh, just in case uh, Aradin ever figured that the Isle of Cortos had fucked up and is evil now. Um, but he's been really slowed down because of the Aeon Orbs, which... Because, like, Aradin made the Aeon Orbs there, and he said, well, only I will be able to do this ritual because only I can turn off the Aeon Orbs. And then he died, so technically anyone can, but it's taking a really long time. And Everhunger was like, maybe if I just destroy the Aeon Orbs, I can do it in one day instead of six months. And then you guys are like, hello, where's the circus? And he's like, what the fuck? Anyway, mm. you you went into uh, Aradin's um, you went into Aradin's special paradise. Um, there's lots of beautiful flowers and grass. There's a giant woman. There's giant sheep. There's giant golems. Um, and you are currently doing a, t- a set of tasks to um, basically 
prove to Arden that you are worthy of a place in his palace. Um, and uh, in the process, however, you are becoming aware that you are not the only ones in this uh, glade. Um, mm-hmm. Zulgat are also in the Vale of Arden, and uh, as you kind of cliffhangered at the end of last session, so are some hags and some changelings, perhaps. Mm-hmm. So uh, would we like to hop into character and uh, see what's going on? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Wow. <clears throat> so it is dawn, I think. Um, you did hear cackles echoing through the valley just before you went to bed. So I think you all slept in shifts. You're not... You're not stupid. Yeah. Um, and I'd like everyone, real fast, just to make a perception check before I continue with the scene. Okay. Well, I rolled in that one. Okay. Is that good? Well, you did crit fail, fucking obviously. However, Ariato, funnily enough, crit succeeded. So I think it bounces out. Um, I think the way that this happens... The way that this happens is that, Volio, when you are preparing to go to... Like, you are, like, on watch. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of, like, looking out over the veil, making sure that no one sneaks up on you all. But you're so tired. You spent a long time designing an outfit for a statue today. <laughs> it was so hard. <laughs> and your eyes uh... kind of slowly drop closed. Mm-hmm. Only for you to be shaken in the middle of the night and to wake up. <laughs> and when you do, Ariat was clutching you, uh, looking pretty startled. And uh, you both see on a hill nearby a single figure, well, two figures, kind of like looking down at you all. Hmm. And it's a woman. She's riding atop a horse, which is pitch black, save for the flames that sputter up from its hooves and its mane. And you can see, even from this distance, that the woman on the hill has a silver eye. (laughs) But as soon as uh, Ariato starts rousing Volio, uh, she quickly darts away into the darkness. You saw that too, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's what I was waking you up. Uh. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that fun. Uh, who? <laughs> Maybe that's still dreaming. He punches Ariana. Ow! I have to make sure. <laughs> I could get hot. Oh, yeah. Yes. I can tell myself if I'm dreaming. I'm a, the Ooh. daughter of a night hag. Wouldn't you think so in a dream? I wish it was so that way I could have this is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not entirely sure why she didn't attack. But that was very obviously a sister of yours, Ariato. Jesus Christ, how many times did my mom get down? <laughs> Too much. Too many. Well, she'd be fucking, I guess. I hate it. I hate it. I hate that image, actually. I don't <laughs> want to discuss this anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Um, well, certainly, you can probably just... If you'd like to get back to sleep, Folio, Ariata can take your shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ariata, I think, is awake now. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's you for the morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, Volio goes back to sleep with tired little eyes. And Ariato, you... I think it's like maybe around 4am at this point, and I think that's you awake. You weren't sleeping well in the first place. Had a feeling. Had a you feeling. Like, you're not going through the call right now, like you were before, but you are still... How, how are you doing with all of this? Not great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, she's She does not feel good about any of this. I think she would really rather go home. <laughs> Thank <Well>. you. <laughs> we can't all get what we want now, can we? <laughs> Fucker. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, on the, on the plus side, no one else does come in the night. Which is, um... Yeah. Oh, come. Oh, oh, come. Sorry. Oh, real, real, real mature. Yeah. Really, like, really going for, like, the sophisticated comedy today. Oh, God. The good news is that no one else, you know, approaches you in the middle of the night, Ariato. Which, even then, is confusing. These are night hides. Their whole thing is, like, getting you while you sleep. So why haven't they... Morning comes. Um, <laughs> Royari and Volio eventually join you in your waking. And Ariato, you don't have to be on such high alert anymore, which is nice. Well. No. <laughs> you can now share <laughs> the high alert. Still be on right high now. alert? What do you mean? You have to. <laughs> what, what do you all do? How are you all doing? <laughs> Sleepy. Royari has uh, her hand mirror open. Well, you also putting, also putting on, on makeup. makeup. <laughs> kind of looking over your shoulders <laughs> interesting is um, is Pioretta, and she's like, now what are you doing? Is this makeup? Oh, it's so yes. much nicer than what we had in my day. Well, yeah, so over a thousand years it would seem so. Oh, you know, put some makeup like back in. Was make? Hmm? Oh well, it made your face like well, it looked quite a lot like yours, Volio. <gasps> um, you know, an arsenic-based makeup. It was very, very helpful. Arsenic. Yeah. It's not arsenic-based. <laughs> that's. What? That's no, poison. Not. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. But I wore my poison. But I wore arsenic makeup any time I went to a formal gathering. You you died How a little awful inside the that? went to a formal gazing. The the fact that you didn't die from that is a miracle. The fact that everybody How didn't did die, die from again? that is a miracle. Old age? But I didn't go to many formal I feel I'm being judged here. I'm going back to my crown. Good night. Goodbye. Not- I looked at you oh, fades away into the crown. Ryari's <laughs> holding like a bullet lipstick and is like, what the <laughs> Ariato is very visibly distressed. Are you okay? Darling, do you need a hug? Mm, Oh, come here. What's wrong? Bestie. I want you to know that she's taking the hugs, but she is not hugging back. 
<laughs> Ryari Ryari is doing that thing where 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 uh, he holds Ryari holds her both by the side and also is 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 uh, by the by the by the they're holding their cheeks together. It's like it's okay. <laughs> I'm here for you. Did something happen last night? Are you mad that I fell asleep during my watch? No, I'm not mad about that. I didn't fall asleep. I'm... Actually, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> are you hearing things? I think you're going oh, senile. Sorry. Are you old? Uh, wow! Excuse me! <laughs> I am uh, not I old. <laughs> hey! What, what, uh, did something happen? I, you know, just thinking about stuff. And things. things. <laughs> of a nature that you're going to tell me? Heritage. Oh. Being within close proximity of. I get it. We're having family issues. Yes. Girl, that's (laughs) relatable. A little. (laughs) But Rayari's like. Ariato, I don't know when we're going to see them. Like, not just. Not just random little bits of them, but like them as a whole. But when we do, you have your yes. real family with you. I know. And Volio has this giant spiky uh, hammer. It kills. You've seen it. And it's true. And I won't let anything bad happen to you. I know. It's just anxiety laughing, isn't it? Yeah. Believe me, I understand. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly now, uh, as you're all kind of... I'd say, I think you're saying this over breakfast, you got your rations, but also there's like yeah. a lot of good food around here. Um, you can see grazing uh, a little bit away from you, maybe like half a mile now, but you can see because it it's fucking huge. And this is some fairly flat land, aside from like the occasional hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the Elysian sheep uh, one of the sheep that you have been uh, asked to gather by Ilose the Titan? Um, also, uh, the Scholar's Trial, one of the twelve trials of Aridan, is uh, pretty nearby, and uh, you were told that it had some writing in ancient Aslanti that the uh, Zulgat uh, Tatmas that you encountered were, you know, trying to read. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys do? You have a you have a lot to do today. We do. Uh, Volio stares thoughtfully at the sheep. Um. I will say the sheep does not look like it's going anywhere. Good, thank God. He wants to chase it so bad, but they have to do other things. Uh. Hmm. Uh, he turns to Ayari and he's like. Does your cobblehead language work with Atlantic? Um, I think so. Yes, yes. We can check. Like, why not? It's not. It's not like I look at a billion different mm-hmm. languages every day. Um, can I try to? Uh, do you want to approach the scholar statue and see if you can read it? Yes, okay. please. Uh, so how long does Comprehend Language last? That's a really good question, isn't it? I don't know. 
I think it's something like five minutes or ten uh, or something. It take it lasts an hour. Like, at least, at least. So uh, I think you'll be able to get uh, true with this if it works. Um, you approach the Scholar's Trial. There are four obelisks surrounding this statue of Aridon, uh, who's like holding like scrolls under his arm and holding another one in his hand. Um, one of the obelisks has been knocked to the floor uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, smashed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Royari, as you kind of like look at them, um, the Aeon Orb that's been embedded into the tiara you now wear um, kind of glows and uh, it goes golden and you can kind of see the letters in ancient Aslanti rearranging themselves. Um, and it is almost entirely legible, despite the weathering of the stones, but it translates immediately to common. Um, okay. And it speaks of the 12 trials of Arden. It says that there are 12 statues scattered throughout the Vale of Arden. Those statues are the artist, a creator of beauty, the beggar, someone who reaches out for help in times of need. The craftsman, someone who will create for the aid of others in their day-to-day lives. The farmer who raises produce. The fisher who catches fish. The hunter who chases wild animals. The merchant who sells many goods. The scholar which learns knowledge. The shepherd which guards sheep. The soldier who goes to war. The tailor who designs clothes. And the thief who plunders treasure. Um, it says that um, a creature wishing to access the Verdant Beacon must first prove their worthiness, measured by successfully completing at least four trials. However, you also find something you didn't know, something that wasn't told to you by Ilosek. Only one creature or group of creatures can hold each trial's title at a time. Successfully completing additional trials grants further benefits later on. What this means to you is that as you gain these uh, these titles, you are taking them away from the Zulgat. Which, I think, Ariato strikes you immediately. That's why they knew we were here. We got the tailor thing. They must have... They must have come looking for us. Ah. Uh, okay. They realized they'd lost it, and they sent people to check out what happened. Hmm. Now, um... There is an obelisk which has been smashed, but you don't know if that's going to be helpful. There is information on it you can't read, though, because it is face down in the mud. Mm-hmm. What do you guys want to do? Um, well, Rory relays all the, or reads it out loud to them, to the others, and is like, well, that's what mm. I've been able to gather. Uh, do you want to try smash the, or to push the smash thing up, or are you good? Volio. There's a, there's reading there reading there's writing on the bottom of this I think. Oh Can yes, of course. He up? lifts it up or he tries to at least. Okay, make me a likes check. Okay. Is it thirty-two? A thirty-two. Okay, Volio, with a heft, you push this obelisk up, rolling it upwards so that the writing is facing Royari. And Royari, as you kind of like heft this upwards, uh, Royari, you can quickly decipher that it's a map. A map of the Vale of Aridon, specifically one that tells you the locations of each of the towers. So uh, on the map in front of you now, I am going to uh, circle everywhere that there is a trial. So you now won't have to wander aimlessly 
Although you don't know what each of them are, like what statues they are, you do know where to go for any of them. So you don't know like the specifics of what's there, but you know the locations of all the statues in this place. Yeah, we know to go there. Yeah. Um, and as you're kind of like all congratulating each other, you all start to feel something. It's definitely the statue. You're gaining the title. All of you suddenly feel kind of like a warmth in yourselves. And in that warmth, you feel like these scrolls start to appear in your hands. Again, not real scrolls, no more real than the beggar's purse that you found at your first trial or the tailor's cloth in the second one. And I'm going to ask you all another question now. And that question, I think, is what is a book that you would have read along your journeys or like some point in your life that like changed everything for you? Or like a story you were told or just something that you would have learned? Opened up your eyes and what, or not even just along your journey. What is a piece of information that you remember learning that really affected you as a person? Uh, I have one for Volio. What is a piece of information Learning that changed Volio as a person when he learned it? Uh, that really changed him. Um, oh. Not, like, in a emotional way, really. Of course, there were things that changed him in emotional ways. Uh, like, uh, meeting his, um, his, oh, his patrons. Uh, he, he learned a lot of information from them, of course, which did change him as a person, for the better. But learning potions, uh, it's just something that Volio enjoyed a lot. Uh, just mixing and throwing random bullshit into a, a glass flask. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. That's something. That's something you took up to help your friends when you realized that you were going like you just running into problems and smashing them wasn't mm -hmm. working. You needed to have contingencies. Ariato or Rayari, do either of you want to go next? I think I have something. I, I think I have something. Um, I think that Rayari, when they first, they they've always uh, not always, uh, but they were raised by people who uh, still uh, venerate um, Aridin, right? Mm -hmm. Which is fair. Rayari is literally yes. no problem with that. But uh, he never fit for for him. He's kind of stuffy. Like, stuffy in the way that people think that lawful good is. Um, but when mm -hmm. um, he first read about... Obviously, he knew that it was the thing. It's kind of, of obvious. But uh, when she actually sat down and like read about the things that she did and the kind of person that she was, I think that... Um, I think that changed Rayari because it was like, oh, you can do all those heroic things and still be like a really, really genuinely just a good person who just wants to help instead of the neutral sort of way that Aridin, at least that they were taught that they went about it. Okay, so the book that would have like changed you would have been the Acts yes, of Iomde, right? Yes, the Acts of Iomde. So this would be the Holy Text of Iomde recounting the 11 miracles that she performed as a mortal as a demonstration of Aradin's might, but also the things that set her up to become her own deity. Um, she did things like um, sl uh, slaying the Nashkormand, um, 
sending the king of the Barrenwood plummeting to the ground uh, where in a, a fight uh, with the Iron Gargoyle, um, calling upon Arasni herself to uh, heal a regiment of mortally wounded knights, etc., etc. All these things she did as a person, which eventually led to her becoming a deity. That's the book that helped you the most, is it? I don't remember. I don't know about when. Maybe when it was like a t- when he was like a teenager. But um, I think that uh, Rayari was like, I want to be as cool as that. Okay, that's very interesting. Cool. And Ariato, do you have any idea? I think for Ariato, it was. Um, I think it was actually a spellbook. Like even though she's a sorcerer. Okay. Um, it mm-hmm. helps her understand like. You have powers. This is kind of how your powers work. Try controlling them. <laughs> okay. Because you mentioned um, ages ago that when you saw Victor Volcano for the first time, the last time you'd encountered him, you didn't know much about magic. You weren't able to make Not fire. Not really, no. Um, she was barely able to make fire. Like, I think her only fire spell was, like, produce flame. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And even then, it was it was more like light a candle like than a anything at that point. Yeah. And now look at you. Do you think Ariato feels she's gotten control of her magic despite its difficulty starting? I think the way that she does her magic is that uh, it looks like it's out of control, but it's really not. And it would be out of control if you hadn't read that book, Yes, because she would never have learned to control it. It would still... Like, she... Whenever she gets emotional, yes, she does get a little warmer. Um, but it's not like she's going to explode. Beforehand, she absolutely would have. But now she has a better grasp of like how her magic works, and I guess her emotions as well. That's really good. I like that. Well, everyone, you each gained the title of Scholar. You are all the sum of the. You are all beings who are the sum of the knowledge you have gained so far. Without the like stories and texts that you've consumed, you would not be the same people. And you are now three out of twelve titles of Aridon. Pog. How as you kind of as that kind of fades out? How are you all doing? Every one of those is weird in a good way. It's yes. just fascinating. It's very weird. There's. So what are you gonna do? Um, there's the sheep. You can take care <laughs> of the like, sheep. Do you want? Do you want to take care of that sheep <laughs> yes. now? Now that it's like day, daytime and please, I want okay. to chase after it's so okay. bad. Ariato. I mean, I like animals. And let's help out the well, lady. Let's see how you fare with uh, the giant sheep. Uh, Volo immediately starts sprinting. Oh. Oh god. Oh, Volio. <laughs> Are you gonna let him sprint at the sheep? Volio, we have to plan. This is not how this is not how shepherding works. It is. I've seen dogs do it. Oh my god, you are not a dog. He's already far off. Ariato, please help. <laughs> uh, she grabs uh, Ariato's hand and and pulls her so that they can <laughs> run after Volio. Okay, so what is the plan, as it were? I think that they discussed this last time. Um, 
uh, Ariado, uh, uh, so Rayario looks at Ariado and is like, do you want to do what we were going to say we were going to do until Volio started running? Because he could chase after, he's probably going to chase after them directly, so we could just try and steer this thing via running and on either Let's side. Let's try hurting. Okay. So, Volio, you're just sprinting at this sheep while Royari and Ariato are going to take up the... Or, yeah, while well, they're going to take up <laughs> yeah. the sides, right? Okay. Um, well, it looks up at you as you start approaching, um, and it kind of, like, blinks at you one eye at a time. Um, it's that one Monty Python sketch where the guards are watching someone approaching from the distance, getting <laughs> closer and closer. And he's not doing anything until it's too late. Um... When he realizes what you're doing, he starts to kind of, like, turn and run the other way a little bit. Did you circle it so that you were, like, gonna run it back towards Eliose? Or are you just... Are you just... Running the opposite... Like, are, are you accidentally hurting it deeper into the veil, or what? I think accidentally be doing that. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> I want you to make me a nature check... It's a four. Okay, um, so Volio, you rolled a you rolled a four, which is a crit fail, and you are hurting it Perfect. deeper into the veil. Ariato and Royari, after a few minutes of chasing, you're like, hey, he's not turning <laughs> the sheep around, he's just chasing it. Royari is panting and goes, Volio! Wrong fucking direction! 180! He's he's like doing the run from uh the uh, from like Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Oh, fuck's oh sake. my god. That the cop does. <laughs> the sheep has a like a longer like a higher land speed than you, so he's always getting away. There's just this lumbering titanic golden sheep who is like making his way through the fields looking over his shoulder every once in a while. Do you want to make another nature check? Yeah. It's just a flat D20, right? Yep, eleven. Okay. Volume you keep you keep running I... it deeper into the wilds. Volio, <laughs> oh, please let for us help you. God. Please, for the love of God. You're right now. You're chasing this sheep. You've been chasing this sheep for approximately uh, almost a mile and a half, and you just keep doing this. Arrow <laughs> um, is dying. Volio, Volio, like falls to his knees. Eventually, like he stops, uh, not because he's tired, but because he's just so distraught that he can't catch this fucking sheep. Volio, why haven't you turned around? You heard it. We heard the sheep. The sheep is now about like a hundred or two hundred feet away, and just kind of—he's gone back to grazing. It wasn't turning around. That's because you were chasing it in one direction. Let's herd it in the other direction. That way. Oh, it's the giant woman. Very okay, easy. Fine. I, I guess. It's You have been doing this for about an hour, I want to say, okay. by the way. So, do you guys... Are you guys going to try re-maneuver and run it, do it the other way? Yes. Okay. So, after an hour of this bullshit, I think I need you all to make me a stealth check? To get around the sheep without him seeing you and just dashing off okay. again. <laughs> Thirty. Uh, do you want me to roll that for you, Kate? Thirty-five. Okay, thirty-five, thirty-eight, and forty. 
fellas, you successfully duped the you duped the sheep. Um, you, the sheep kind of looks around a little confused, but you all crit succeeded. So it's like, hmm, and it goes back to grazing. You are now successfully on the other side of the sheep and can start chasing it back the other way. <laughs> Would you like to try to chase it back the other way? We can try. Maybe. Okay. Um. So she is two miles away from you at this point, meaning that it will take you another hour to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you fa- basically fucked around for an hour doing nothing because Volio wanted to catch the sheep. <laughs> Um, so, I don't think you need to make a nature check this time. Well, actually, I would like everyone to make a nature check. And I'm going to say, Volio, you aren't still... You are scaring it, but I'm going to more rely on uh, Ariato and Royari here. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, plus 19, so that's the 36. Okay, Ariato, you know what? You're you're okay with this. You've worked with animals a lot in your like in the last few months. So I think while Royari is like a dainty us oh, every once in a while, and Volio is almost certainly being a terrifying wooga wooga wooga, <laughs> you are doing the best job actually hurting it. It still does take you like an hour, but eventually you do get it back to Eliosa. And uh as you do, she looks down at you all, kind of like rubbing her eye, she's woken up from a nap and says, Oh back again already. Hello, Dan. Ariato says hi and collapses on the grass, face down. <laughs> are you all, are you all doing all right? Ariato from the ground. No. <laughs> I've done my exercise for about three years. Our cardio is not up to par. <laughs> I'm well, speak for yourselves. Yeah. I was fine. I just needed to catch my breath. Mariari, <laughs> <laughs> who can run. Uh, but uh, she looks up at, at, at Eliosa and is like, well, we actually did, we did get a few of them. Not just this, I mean, yes, we have the sheep, but we also did get a few of the, the, the Everton, the statues. That is wonderful to hear. Which ones have you claimed? Um, the scholar, the tailor, and then the beggar, of course, and stuff. That is truly wonderful to hear. However, you have not yet earned the veil of the or the um, the like the title of shepherd. I know. There are still more left to out in my in the plains. We are not chasing them in the opposite direction anymore. Fine, if you say so. If you have one of my sheep, that means that there are four more. Well, we will get them for you while we're out exploring, looking for the others. She nods a little bit and says, "I appreciate your help." It is so nice to be able to rest. Of course. Um, and I think she kind of like stays where she is and she picks up the sheep and brings it closer and kind of holds it like a teddy. And this sheep is very content. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and you guys have gained one out of five sheep. Uh, you can now head back into the uh, Vale of Aradon and get more titles. Where are you headed? That's the next question. Because you now have places marked on a, a map that you've been able to scroll down, thanks to what you saw at the Scholar's Trial. What do you guys do? Um, 
what is the close? Well, I mean, I assume that they know the difference between the ones that are close that they're that they've already been to. Yeah, yeah, just probably based on where they are. Um, I think they probably just want to head towards the neck, the closest one to them that they haven't already done. Well, uh, which would that be? Because there's a couple. Uh, there's one far off to the north, and then there's one. Uh, there's a forest nearby. There seems to be one in a clearing in the middle of the forest. Um. They can go to the forest mm-hmm. one. There's also, like... See, here's the thing. You guys are kind of an equal distance from a couple of things now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, there's one in the forest that looks about four miles away, which would take you about two hours to get to. There's one up north, which is about three hours away, which, again, probably takes you about two hours. And then there's one by the lake, which is also about three hours, uh, three miles away. All right, I was like, do you guys want to I would love to walk directly into the forest. Go to the lake. That sounds like something that you'd like, yes. Do you want to do? Do you want to? Do you want to go to that one, Ariato, or would I you rather go to a go different to the forest one? and then loop around in a circle? That sounds good. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a good idea. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. So you're gonna make your way into the forest. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's about four miles away, so uh, you have to do a fair bit of walking. Um, about two hours past, so it is about. Um, it's probably about, like, one or two o'clock now. Probably mm-hmm. one o'clock. As you walk and walk and walk. Um, and that brings us to... So as you're walking through the woods for quite some time, it's nice. It's very... Um, like, it's all evergreen trees. Um, there's, like, definitely a lot of life here. Mm-hmm. But as you're going, suddenly... The trees fall away, opening into an expanse of tangled, overgrown vegetation, about 200 feet across. Mm. At one edge of the clearing, creeping brambles have covered a pillar roughly 10 feet tall. Oh dear. This place looks like it's completely overgrown. Oh. What do you guys do? Is it, like, too thick to walk through? No, but it is, like, pretty... It's pretty intense, I'll say that Mm -hmm. much. Oh, shit. Well, uh, watch your step. Do not trip on any vegetation. Yeah. My favorite pastime. Your favorite pastime is chasing oh, things and killing. <laughs> um, I think that there there is like a statue in this in, in somewhere. Well, there's right? a ten foot tall pillar which seems vaguely statue shaped, but is covered completely with brambles. Um, I think that they're gonna go up to that and try and... It's, like, covered completely, like, you can't see under it. Yeah, you cannot see at all what is beneath the statue. This is a bad day to be (laughs) using a rapier. Well, do you want to get up to the statue and try to figure out what it even is? Yes, please. Okay. How are you gonna get these brambles off this thing? Set them on fire. No, you're going to start a forest fire. Yeah. No. Certainly, if it no. was a careful fire, Ariadna, you know fully well that you could probably do it very carefully. Ariadna weighs her head mm. back and forth. And goes, I could do a small one so it doesn't catch the whole forest on fire. Fun size. Both of you have great water ready, just in case. Yes. Ah, uh, noted. Puts a small flame on like the very point of her index finger, and just lightly touches one of the brambles. Okay, 
they catch fire. It doesn't, like, explode in the inferno, but, like, you know, the brambles catch fire. And um, I want you to make me a... I think this would be a survival check to very carefully try burn down the brambles that are on the statue alone. 45. Oh, Not 20, 45. Easy, Wait, easy. I did the math in my head Holy before I even sh- saw the fucking dice. I was like, hang on a minute, that's plus 20. Yeah, holy shit, 40, map 20, Ariato. Um, I think you take to this almost like a natural. You've worked with wood a lot before, and you know how wood burns. So I think when you start trying to destroy this, you know exactly how long to let the wood burn before you extinguish the section and then just uh, crumple it into, like, uh, ashes in your hand. So you very, very quickly and efficiently uh, burn down the brambles that are choking this statue. And you see... The statue beneath is uh, a likeness of a man uh, wearing simple garments and a wide-brimmed hat. He has a sickle in one hand and a handful of grain in the other. And alongside, along the base of the statue is a depiction of the surrounding land as a lush wheat field. The statue overlooks the overgrown clearing, which is an acre of land. And you very quickly realize that this is clearly the farmer. Hmm. Ah. Once upon a time, this must have been a beautiful um, wheat field. But it hasn't been tended to in so long. And you all feel that one feeling you get when you play Stardew Valley for the first time, and you see your shitty farm, and you're like, this could be something incredible if only someone would tend to it. What do you guys do? Huh? Such great potential. Bitches, I think, were becoming <laughs> farmers. I've always wanted to choose that. Um, this is the farmer, so I think the only thing that I could think of doing is helping tend to this overgrown place. I don't know how long that's going to take, but, um, (laughs) why not? Would you all, how, would you like to try, uh, tend to this place? I think that Rayari is going to at least. Okay. Uh... Volio and Ariato, are you two down to try tend to this land? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, my question is how? What are each of you going to do to, like, clear up this place and restore it? Mm-hmm. I think Rayari is going to try and get, um, or try to remove some of, like, because, uh, uh r- remove weeds and mm-hmm. Okay, kind of so right. Like, the mm-hmm. actual... You're going to do uh, weeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Volio and Ariata, what are you guys going to do? Uh, there's a lot of rocks around that are kind of like just in the middle of the farm. Um, the ground itself has clearly not been like tilled in some time. Um, and aside from the weeds, which Royari is taking care of, there's a lot of brambles. Mm-hmm. Volio probably takes care of the rocks. I think Ariata takes care of the brambles as well. Okay. Um, so I think you guys spend maybe an hour working on this. Uh, Ariato, you burning away the brambles. Uh, Royari, you cutting up the weeds and, like, uh, throwing them away. And, uh, Volio, you, like, hefting the rocks away, uh, smashing them every once in a while if needs be. (laughs) When you all come across something, I think it's Volio as you're, like, uh, no, I think, Royari, it's you. Um, as you're pulling up a weed, one of the weeds doesn't come up immediately. 
Okay. And it's almost like it's much bigger than you anticipated. Okay. Then you realize, oh, this isn't a little hillock I'm standing on. It's a massive bulb. Oh. And then the bulb opens. <laughs> oh, and shit. everyone, let's quickly roll initiative. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, yep. Initiative, right? No. Okay. Uh, you're standing atop a ting that's trying to kill you, and you're like, nah, I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, it's very rare. Okay. And that's a one for Royari, that's a 37 for Volio. Ariado? 31. Nice, okay. Uh, so, uh, meanwhile, this bulb that is opening up um, beneath Royari is going to roll as well, and that is going to be... Okay, that's going to be a 36. So, Volio, you're able to react first. Um, you see this massive bulb opening in the floor beneath Royari. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Uh, well, I guess he starts fucking smashing at it. Uh, okay. He, he's going to take an action to rage. He hasn't been hit yet, so he can't do it for free. Actually, wait. Uh, he can do it for okay. free to cast a spell, so let's... I haven't cast this in a while. I think uh, he's going to cast Clownish Curse on it. Okay. <laughs> Please, God, <laughs> Please. work. Please. It that would be, be so, so fucking So I funny. need a... Yeah, we'll save. Uh, well, that's a 28! A 28? Go fuck yourself, that doesn't save. Uh, it's almost a crit. One less and it would have been a crit fail. Um, oh, for one hour, the target must roll twice and use uh, the worst result whenever attempting a dexterity check. Uh, if the target rolls okay, a failure, so... the dexterity check, it gets a critical mm -hmm. failure instead and becomes flat-loaded. Or it, all, it is okay, flat-loaded wow. right now, never mind. Okay, okay. Uh, so as this ting... Like, uh, as this bulb is opening up, uh, Volio, immediately you cast Clownish Curse before it's even able to, like, spit anything out at Royari. Um, and... Yes! It, it certainly... The... F See, the weird thing is, Volio, it's not the bulb that starts to look all clownish. No? It's the bulb and everything around you. Ooh. So, like, the brambles and weeds beneath your feet, mm -hmm. they all have, like... They're all multicolored and silly, and like anytime there's like a plant head, it also has like like it's all fluffy and frilly to look like the whole place looks like what if an entire like messy field was a circus? It looks exactly like the Chocolate River Room from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Exactly like that. I don't care if you want the Tim Burton version or the OG, it looks exactly like that. And you start to realize perhaps maybe the bulb isn't really the problem. Mm -hmm. uh, you have one action left, though. Uh, certainly the bulb is the thing that's moving the most. So what do you do? Mm. Well, he kills what moves. Uh, so he's going to make an attack on the bulb. Okay. Actually, I probably have to take out my hammer. So that's probably his turn, actually. Okay, cool. Uh, well, unfortunately, it is now the angry vegetation's uh -oh. turn. And... Um, Kind of pulling it, like, the bulb opens and explodes out silly rainbow-colored uh, pollen. And suddenly the vegetation starts to kind of pull itself up into, like, an almost person-like shape. And it lets out a low, shuddering, like, groan before it goes for Royari. And, uh, Royari, it is okay. going to pummel you. That is a 38 to hit. No, it doesn't hit. Okay. Uh, so it slams a fist down, 
and it's going to make another one, and that is a 42. That just really hits, yeah. All right, 34 bludgeoning damage as this giant, like, farm monster punches down into you, and uh, then when it punches, uh, it immediately attempts to grapple you. That's a 49, it's got you. And as it uh, punches you, uh, tendrils of vines and, like, roots wrap around you, and the farm monster pulls back, and it is holding you. And let's say... What did it roll? A fucking 49 to grab you. Okay, yeah, sorry. I was just checking, because my, 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 my save for that is pretty high. Yeah. Uh, well, it is now going to uh, constrict you with its last action. Uh, so you are immediately going to need to make me a fortitude save. Okay. A fortitude save? Yep. 34. A 34. That's not going to pass. You are going to take, uh, that is 11 plus 10. That's 21 constriction damage as vines and roots start to choke the life out of you, Royari. Royari looks like one of those <laughs> pinups. Oh, for God's sake. Um, what? That's just how she is. Well, Ariado, <laughs> it is your turn. Um, the farm monsters is <laughs> choking Royari. Well, um, well, what, ha- what would happen... If she set, like, its shoulder, say, on fire. Uh, well, I don't know. Well, time to figure out. Uh... <laughs> yeah, she's just gonna throw a fireball at the shoulder. Okay. Uh, make me... Or I have to make a reflex save. A 34. Ooh. One off. One off, and it would have been a crit fail. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Okay. Well, roll that damage. What is it? 66 fire damage plus an extra what? Plus an extra 3 damage. Okay, cool. Well, roll me 66 plus 3. That's from your dangerous sorcery. This is also a very saturated fire, so it hurts to look at. 26. Okay. Uh, Does it have to do... Ooh, 26. Uh, Do I have to do anything? Is this a scintillating Uh, spell? Yes. Let me check to see if you do. Uh, Scintillating spell... Um, it would take an extra action to cast, but um, it would have... Oh, it would be dazzled for a round, meaning that it wouldn't actually be able to see Royari. It would have to make a flat check to even hit him. Yeah, yeah. You want to do that? Yes. All right. So, Ariadne, you conjure up this super colorful fireball and blast... It. Wait! Wait, did you say it was what? If it was one lower, it would be a fail? Yes. Oh, my God. Wait, it was a reflex save. Uh-huh. Clownish oh. curse! <laughs> Get fucked, rolled again. Oh my god. Double fire. Yeah, so the, that is a fat, uh... Well, he re-rolled and he got a 30, so... <laughs> oh. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> so, instead of just 26 damage, he takes... How much is that times two? 50? 50. Oh my god! And he's blinded for a round, not just dazzled. Wow! <laughs> Ariado, this super, like, um, super rainbow fireball, you throw it out of your hand, and it splashes into this clownish farm monster, and it lets out a... As it kind of stumbles back, and starts lashing its arms out a little bit. So, Ariado, that is your turn, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Royari, it is your turn. Uh, this giant fucking monster is... cranky. It did just get fireballed to the face, and you... <laughs> Plants don't have eyes, but they do have, like, vision. You can see that, like, the the runes that are carved into, like, the thorns and, like, 
parts of this thing that would give it vision are completely overwhelmed. <laughs> Sick! Rayari is being grappled right now? Yeah. I would like to break free, please. Okay, make me an acrobatics check. Oh, I thought you'd never ask. Um, 38. A 38? Uh... Against this thing's uh, fortitude, that is literally a crit success by one. I love being sexy and cool. I literally rolled a five. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Now that I'm free, Rayari, I assume is has weapon out. Do I have to pull out? Uh, I think you. Pro- I mean, were you it's using? Okay if I do. Were you using your weapon to pick up weeds? That somehow feels like a Rayari <laughs> thing to do. You're really not wrong. And she would, because they have... She's not going to ruin her pretty else. hands. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So yeah, I guess <laughs> I will say... very you had nicely your... <laughs> manicured nails. Yeah, she's not ruining her nails. She's fucking stabbing the nettles. Now I'm going to uh, stab the nettles again, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to use... Uh... I think I'm going to use a finisher immediately. Okay. Uh, the deadly one, I think? Uh, well, yeah, a, a lethal finisher. Is that what you're doing? Yes. Sorry, I forget the names of these things. You're good. I, like Rayari, don't <laughs> use my brain. <laughs> well, go for it. Show us that sex appeal. 46. Uh, a 46 against the farm monster is uh, going to be... A hit! Not a crit, but a hit. Nice roll. So how much damage is that? Uh, do they, do, does it have any weakness to fire or anything? Uh, it doesn't seem to be weak to fire. This thing seems almost too ticked together to be weak to fire. That's so... I am so mad at Paizo because every single one of their plant monsters that we fought has not been weak to fire, despite that being historically something they- that plants are weak to. Certain plants are weak to fire, but not all. Some of them have different weaknesses. That's evil. Uh, 52 damage. Uh, well, uh, actually, I have to make a fortune save, remember? Oh, yes. Right, yes. Uh, a 45 against yeah, your class that. DC. Yeah, it does. Okay, so that'll just be your regular finisher damage in that case. Uh, 52 damage. Uh, Alright, 52 damage. Royari, you stab into this weird, uh, angry vegetation creature, and it lets out another... <laughs> Kind of stumbling back a little bit. And then I'm going to uh, tumble through. Okay. Because I have a cool way for it. So. 41. Uh, 41 will do it. How do you How do you flip? Uh, I think Rayari uh, grabs onto one of the... Because it's like a plant monster, and I can see that it's got, like, branches and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. It's basically uh, all the I, weeds of this farm are coming up to get you. I think Rayari literally uh, uses it like monkey bars. Okay. Uh, well... To get to the other side of it. Okay. Uh, you are going to take some damage from this, actually. Uh, 18 piercing damage. Because as you're rumbling through its space, it, you encounter its tawny oh. mass. Um, this thing is big and spiky. Oh, okay. Um, so, Ray, you do monkey bar true, which is really cool. And as you kind of s- drop to the floor and bow behind it, you're like, Ah, my hand! How annoying. It is now the big guy's turn. Uh, oh no, and by the big guy, I mean Volio. Volio, it's your turn. <laughs> Volio is a big guy. Um, very big. He's gonna smash. He's gonna fucking smash and kill and destroy. It's hammer. Okay, go for it. Uh, 36. Uh, a 36, 
Uh, you know, if you hadn't cast Clownish Curse, it would be a miss. <laughs> but with Clownish Curse, it is literally a hit by one. Thank God. No, it's actually literally his DC. Oh my God. So that's going to be a hit. <laughs> cool. That's uh, 41 damage, uh, 43 damage. All right. Uh, 43 damage volume as you slam your hammer into this thing and it lets out another... Um, weeds and like thorns twisting angrily as it start turns to face you in this weird shapeless and yet somehow person-like mass. What do you do? You've got two actions left. I do it again. Ooh, 30. Doesn't hit. 30 is unfortunately going to be a miss. Well, I try it again. Oh my god. Son of a bitch, it hits. <laughs> yeah, 38 is a hit. That's, that's <laughs> 51 damage. Alright, 51 damage. Cool. Uh, Volley, you're beating the shit out of this giant plant. And yeah, I think you're like trying to like hit the floor in that way that reverberates your magic tree, but you actually do catch it on the foot and it lets it out. It's quite upset with you. So upset that it is going to pummel you. Uh, that's a 40 to hit. Yeah, that hits. My AC's 39. Alright, 39 bludgeoning damage to you, good sir. And uh, then he is going to try to grapple you. That is a 37 against your fortitude DC. 37 against my fortitude DC. No, it does not hit. Okay. Well, what it tries to do instead now uh, is it's actually going to try to um, engulf you and Ariato. So this thing expands and then like a huge blanket of thorns, it tries to like swoop on top of both of you. Um, so both Ariato and Volio, you two are going to need to make me a reflex save. 40. Okay. 33. Okay. Ariato, you like tumble roll out of the way as this thing like tries to grab at you. Uh, but Volio, you just stand there like, oh, that's weird. And then you are subsumed into the mass of this giant farm monster. Mm -hmm. um, so you are inside of it, you are grabbed and you are slowed and uh, you can feel vines kind of, like coming up around your throat and trying to choke you out inside of it. Uh, so you are going to take 18 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And you are now inside of it. Um, and Ariado, it is your turn. Oh no, Volio got... It's not... It don't feels Vor adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> like Vor's slightly more dignified older brother. Still I'm bad. Done with this. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Volio's inside a plant monster. It does look pretty badly injured, I will say. Um, I think I'm just gonna hit it with a shadow blast. Okay. What does that have to roll? Or do you have to roll? How does this work? Um, it's either a will or a reflex save. My choice. Okay. I'm gonna hit it with a will save. Okay. And let's do fire damage? Question mark. Okay. I mean, it's well, a plant, I so. Yeah, you've seen that the fire hasn't triggered its weakness yet, but like you also see have seen it. It's not immune to it or anything. Yeah. So I have to make a will save. Yeah. Well, I know this is bad because I rolled a thirty-two. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> that's double damage. Uh. Yeah. Fifty-two damage again. Okay, Ariato, uh, you kind of hold up a hand and, um, like, bursts of illusory fire kind of explode out of this thing and lets out a wail of pain. And you can see it is looking extremely bad right now. Um, it's kind of, like, shambling a little bit, uh, barely holding onto itself. What do you do? You have one action left. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, quick and cast in 
Looking casting, fucking fireball, why not? Reflex save. Okay, cool. Uh, reflex save, reflex save. That is a... F- that's gonna be a 37? No. Uh-oh. 29 damage. Ariado, how the fuck do you do this? Uh, I think after she sees that the fi- the uh, Shadow Blast didn't work as well, she says, Alright, time for some real fire. And blasts it, like, in the face. Okay. Uh, you conjure up a ball of embers that, like, explodes into flame, and you kind of, like, baseball hurl it as hard as you can. It circles into this thing's head, and with a scream, it explodes. And with that, you have successfully defeated this horrid creature. At least that's what you think at first. Wow. Because <laughs> something kind of comes together uh, out of the vegetation as it explodes. And at first you're like, oh shit, we gotta go again. But you see that it is reforming into a little ass? Wh- huh? It's be- it's becoming a little whammon. A little wh- whammon? Yeah, a wee, a wee lady. Ooh. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Um, floating about 10 feet off the floor and slowly stumbling back to where to the floor, uh, to the ground beneath her, is a leshy. <gasps> oh. Um, she has, uh, her skin almost looks like birch. Um, with, like, oh. ashy white with, like, black lines kind of around her limbs. Um, she has a dress that, uh, is made completely of leaves. Uh, two big black almondy eyes and, uh, kind of hair made of twigs. Uh, no mouth or nose to speak of. She's very, very small and dainty compared to what she was just a moment ago. Mm-hmm. And she kind of, like, stumbles a little bit and blinks and goes, Oh! Hello, is... What happened? Hi, you were... You were a big monster trying to kill us. Oh, dear. Did I really? You forgot to eat. You forgot to eat us. That's some egg on my face. I'm sorry. No, you're you're okay. Does Um, that happen a lot to you? Are you all right? No, I just suppose I haven't been tended to for some time. Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, we were, we were tending to this farmish place, and yes, then, then you attacked. She puts her hands on her head and says, now that Aradin, why hasn't he come and given, he's let this place go completely to waste. Yes, he has. Ah! No one's come to take care of you? No. Well, when he gets back, I'll say I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. Uh, Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Fluttering Leaves and Wind. It is so nice to meet you. Hi. Hello. Hi. She kind of, like, looks around and says, Oh, 
I can't believe it's gone to such disrepair. If you were here for the trials, normally it was to grow a vegetable here and I would accelerate it, but goodness, I don't know if that's going to be possible. No? Ah, shit. Well, I, we can give you a different uh, a different clearance pass, as it were. I do control this statue, you know. Well, to an extent. Oh, I can grant you... That's if you cool. help me clean up the rest of this farm, I'll grant you uh, your your uh, title, if that's what you came here for, adventurers. Mm. Deal. Yes, absolutely. Um, she kind of like claps her hands together and says, And I don't see any of my friends. Uh. They're the ones who normally would have tended to this place. Oh, your friends are? Oh, well, I have a lot of them. There's Glimrick, there's or uh, Zilkene, there's uh, Yuvlin, there's Zonagal, there's Rildbear. Wonderful chance, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Are they... What are they? Maybe we've... Well, they're Aradin's best friends. He created them himself. Were they like dog Yes, folks? little pugmen. The Shuni they called oh. themselves. Oh, oh. Yeah. What year do you think it is? Um... I don't know if I understand what... What year is it? Like ten... Ten thousand? Ooh. <laughs> what what year is it? It's like four thousand. So she's saying oh, ten thousand means she's been here since like maybe before the Absalom calendar got popularized. Oh, so early okay. days of Cortos. Alright, um so I think that it has been a little longer than you might imagine. Um oh, poo. <laughs> uh, we have seen Shuni, but the Shuni that we're aware of are just living in a... I believe it was a village in somewhere in Kortos. They moved off the mountain? Now why would they have a cause to do that? Ah, uh, <laughs> About Aerodin. Um, <laughs> he's... Uh, <laughs> there he is. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, this is awkward. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but the leading theory is that he is dead. Oh. I'm not surprised. (laughs) That man was so (laughs) arrogant, you know. He really did think just because he was a god, it made him a god. You know, yeah, there's enough of him. Somehow I I understand what you're saying there. Um, (laughs) Rayari is like, I'm so sorry that you've been untended to for so long. Hmm. Well, you know, now that uh, you're here to help me out, that'll hopefully give me the motivation to make sure I don't let myself go again like that. Oh, yes. Would you like to help me uh, do the rest of this gardening? Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And with that, uh, fluttering leaves and wind aids you all in cleaning up this farm. And by the end of it, it's absolutely wonderful. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as you are all done, certainly there's a little farmhouse, which is 
beautifully decorated with flowers that you've uh, picked from the woods. Um, there's a little field freshly tilled, and the first seeds we planted here in hundreds of years are embedded into the soil. It looks like because this place was so out of the way that even other people who came to do these trials never happened upon it. But eventually you're all standing in front of the statue of the farmer. Are you all ready to receive your next uh, title? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you all kind of stand before it, you feel um, this kind of like feeling of like a semi-real uh, straw hat appearing around your heads, shielding your eyes Ooh. from the light above the sun as you go through a hard day's labor. And my question here today is food. What is a meal that you've had at some point through your journeys that you remember above all others and why? It could be just because it was so tasty, because you had it at a emotional time or whatever. Volio, you first. Do you have any idea why? Um, the first meal that they all ate together after his breakdown, uh, that was important to him. Okay. Do you remember what it was? I, I think it was supper. Um, and he, he wasn't, he wasn't, he was feeling weird being in the camp again with everyone else. Um, oh, oh! Do you mean you mean like um, in Willowside? Yeah. The first, the first meal you had after you attempted to blow up that wagon. Yeah. Okay, I believe that was bread and curry. Yeah, I think so. Um, the first meal with everyone else, of course, because he ate mm-hmm. after that. Of course, of course. Um, I t- is it. The reason this stands out to you, Volio, is it because this was a meal that you had that, following your breakdown, you weren't sure you'd ever be able to have again? Yeah, I think when when he had that meal and he sat down, he he realized how he kind of took that sort of thing for granted. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to sit down with your friends and eat together and just talk and be comfortable and while it wasn't fully comfortable yet um it it was on the track to being comfortable again the fact that they are open to welcoming you back despite everything yeah that's beautiful i really like that um royari and ariato do you have any uh meals that uh you might have had in your lives that you that stick out to you oh actually i got it i got it okay cool go for it uh, I'm gonna say the first meal that she ever prepared. Okay. Lit- for literally anyone. The first one for herself. The first one for um, the Wandering Three. The first one for the circus. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Do you remember? Oh goodness. Um. <laughs> I think she made breakfast. Like a. Oh God! I think it. Mm, it was definitely like a hearty breakfast because it was big. Yeah, bacon definitely. They, like it feels like yeah. this is the kind of thing. It feels like she, she maybe like didn't even think about it. She's like, "Ha ha, bacon!" Picked up a slab of bacon, cooked in her hand. Is like, "Hey, hold on." <laughs> hey, wait! I'm actually good at this. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um. So it was a big hearty breakfast for people. Uh, was it at the Circus of Wayward Wonders at this point? 
Yes. Or was it earlier? Okay, wow. Wow. Our campaign would have started at that point. Mm-hmm. And I suppose that probably served as a way of showing you, or even early on, how far you'd come from, like, your past. That you were able to do something, choose to make breakfast, you know? Yeah. I'd, you've certainly made, like, any time we've been like, all right, we're making breakfast, Ariato's often been the one making it. Yep. I like that. I think really... that's her favorite thing to cook. First thing to do after a lovely night's sleep, because she does sleep very deeply most nights, cooking mm-hmm. a lovely breakfast to kind of wake you up for the morning. And also, being the fact that she doesn't even wake up in the morning anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if she's awake during the morning, she's like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> I love that. That's really cute. Okay. That's awesome. Um, I think the, 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 when Royari, uh, finally reunited with their, with their family again. Back in um, book two? Yeah. I think the first, uh, the, the meal that they shared then, um, I think that it just kind of, not that it changed them, like, fundamentally or anything, but um, I think that it was just like I think that Rayari remembers it a lot all the time mm-hmm. um, because their relationship with that family even though um, they're not bad people has been pretty rocky um, so Rayari um, I think re- remembers uh, obviously remembers bad things but um, mostly um like moments where they can actually like spend good time with them. I think those mean a lot to to her. I like that. I like that a lot. And with that, you all kind of come to terms with the fact that every meal you have tells a story from the seed as planted to the ground that either grows into its own uh, like vegetable or feeds an animal that would one day be prepared for uh, eating. No, not a single one of the meals you have every day comes from nowhere. Each of them tells its own story, and through them, you tell stories as well. You've all gained your fourth title. The title of... um, Uh, the title of Farmer. And with that, having uh, collected four titles already, you feel this, like, warmth in all of your hearts? (laughs) You feel like you belong here. This valley. It feels almost like a home that you never knew about. (laughs) And that makes you feel comfortable. That makes you feel welcome. You now have the ability to enter that tower, if you so chose. But you would not yet have gained all the secrets that this valley has to offer. Mm -hmm. So I give it back now to you all, as you kind of come back to your senses in uh, this clearing of a beautiful farmhouse. And I say, go for it. What do you guys do? I think as you all kind of come back, uh, fluttering leaves and wind, it's kind of like clicking your fingers like, hello? Oh gosh, he's gone catatonic. (laughs) Oh, well, hello. Oh, oh, you're alive. 
I promise. That's good. I would hate for someone who is so kind to me have to turn into fertilizer. Oh fertilizer. my god. Ah? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't let your bodies go to waste now, would I? Fair. You could do that with bodies? Y- yes. Would well, you like yeah. to know how? Yes. Volio. (laughs) (laughs) She coughs and says, Regardless, I must thank you very much. I'm going to start tidying up the inside of the the farmhouse. Gosh, you probably couldn't even see it when you came in. There were so many vines. (laughs) I know I did not see it before. The The end of the day slowly approaches. I hope that you all do well. Good luck, adventurers. I thank you very much. And with that, fluttering leaves and winds makes her way back inside the farmhouse, ready to take care of this place properly this time. And you guys are free to decide what you do next. Is that fun? It was fun. My back hurts. (laughs) A little bit. We have enough to go up there, but personally, I think that we should try and get all of them. Mm. It would be fun, yes. It would be fun, and also, as we get the ones that the Zulgath have, then they'll lose that. I love fucking them over. You really do? I do, let's do it! (laughs) Well, which- where are you headed? Uh, Um... It is getting close to- it is getting close to the evening now, I will say. Mm Mm-hmm. We were going to um, go in a circle. Yeah. Like around. Okay. Well, um, it looks like um, the closest one is a little bit to your um, to your east. Then there's another one up to the northeast and another one um, up to the north north. Mm-hmm. Um, the one to your uh, east is about two miles away. The one to your northeast is also about two miles away, and the one to your north north is surprise, also two miles away. Woo! Equilibrium. Shall we go to the one to east? the far east? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sure. Sounds uh, good. East calls to me. Well, as you uh, start approaching the east, um, you come across a problem with this plan. Yeah. Okay. In the form of a cliff face. Oh, fuck. And up at the very tippy-tippy top of this cliff face, you're pretty sure that must be where the statue is. But... Holy spreads wings. Oh, I mean, like... <laughs> it's pretty... It's pretty high up. <laughs> uh, God yeah, damn it. wings. God, God <laughs> damn fucking really... Damn really Man, it's gonna be like, did. okay, you guys, climb up. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be hard. Yeah, we all have weights to fly. Fine. <laughs> you all okay, Ariadne? You have a broom. Rolly, <laughs> you have rainbow wings, and Royari, you have armor wings. I do. Do you want to climb up? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> if it's any consolation, Volio like fake rock climbs as he's like flying. Okay, you know what? Does that, that make you feel better? It does make me feel a little better. Good, good, I'm glad. And you get up to the top pretty easily because you can fly. Rayari <laughs> <laughs> gets onto the cliff and is like, could you imagine if we couldn't fly? That would have taken forever. Ah, uh, yes. 
Um, so as you approach the top, um, you pretty quickly find a uh, statue, indeed, uh, atop this cliff face. It is of a man holding a brush in one hand and a palette in the other as he scrutinizes the cliff face. Like the, um, uh, the other, like there's another cliff face behind. Basically, you are on a ledge on the cliff and then like further up is even more cliff, but you, you don't have to go further up because you found it. Um, and he's scrutinizing this cliff face where faint and lo uh, long faded colors form a partial landscape. The painting first shows a great underground cavern with six small gemstone suns in its ceiling, then a proud man in green robes holding five of the same suns in his hands. Further still, the painting shows four towers lit by their own miniature suns. A fifth tower and the outline of the same road man was left unfinished, but mud and less savory pigments have transformed the outline into a reptilian creature shattering the tower and its sun. You can tell pretty quickly from the uh, very crude art all over this other art towards the end that the Zulgat have come here. Okay. Um, it looks like they seem to have painted with mud the last tower instead of completing it like it was maybe supposed to. It does appear that they have drawn several ever hunger destroying it and looking very big and buff. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> uh, I will say, as you look behind you, uh, you have a lovely view of the rest of the Vale of Ireton. And you can actually see some, like, uh, places. You can see uh, down into the forest below, uh, you can see um, the farmhouse. Uh, and then, off to um, off in the distance, you see Aliose sleeping. And then a little bit, the one that was formerly to the northeast of you, down this path away from the cliff, like the cliff winds down the side of the mountain towards it. Mm. You don't know what that thing is. It looks like a metal pyramid. It looks completely out of place. Uh. Metal pyramid. Yeah. Not a big <laughs> one, but like it's the best pro fishing shop. Yeah, oh it my god. You don't know what's up with it. it it's weird. <laughs> it does not fit the aesthetic of the rest of this place at all. Oh my god. Just like the best pro fishing shop pyramid. Christ. Jesus. <laughs> Regardless, Aridin, there's there's a loves fishing. What do you guys do? <laughs> hmm. Wow, well. Wait, which statue is this again? Uh, this is apparently the artist. Artist. He looks at Ariana. Well, I, I don't know. Do you, do you have a piece of wood? Uh -huh. um, do you guys want to try make a religion check to figure out what's up with it? Or maybe a crafting check? Yeah. I'll do crap. I'm good at religion. Oh fuck. I rolled a three. Thirty-four. Oh god. Thirty-seven. Thirty-nine. Oh no, I think you all figure out pretty quickly. Uh judging by the fact that one of them is left unfinished and the Zulgat very crudely tried to make a shitty Saravel, you <laughs> might have to finish the last one yourselves. Oh. 
Okay. Uh... Do any of you have paint on you? Uh, no. I do fire art. I don't... <laughs> Royari, do you magically have paint on you? Um... Obviously, Volio could probably spend a whole night making emulsifiers to make his own homemade paint. <laughs> yeah, really. But um... I, that might take some time. <laughs> what if Volio's potions were colored? <laughs> I don't think that's how paint works, my friend. <laughs> Rayari only has makeup. <laughs> I, makeup, I don't think you'd be able to... You could try, yeah, but... No, it's, okay. no I, I, Rayari, I think that, that anybody looks at Rayari and their makeup and they're like, This was expensive! <laughs> it was very expensive, absolutely not. You are making paint. Um, you could probably... Okay. I want you all to maybe make another religion check as you're staring at this. Okay. Trying to like. Can I do another crafting? Now. Yeah. Oh, forty-eight. one hundred percent gets this done. <laughs> Actually, shit! All of you get this done with a forty-eight, a forty-one, and a forty-six. Yeah, you all very quickly think. Well, they wouldn't just leave a dead end here. There was stuff to make clothes near the uh, Taylor statue. Maybe there's stuff to buy, like to find paint elsewhere in the valley. Shall we come back? I yeah, just I could around, make. Or, I could make paint. Let's just note this down on the map. Okay. And then, um, and we'll look for paint. God. For Last me. resort, Volia um, can make some. I can. Good old-fashioned um, natural paint. Oh joy! Um, but there are more of those statues. You can go look at other places nearby and see what's up. Yeah. Okay. It is, like, starting to be sunset now. It's about, like, five o'clock. You spent most of the afternoon in the farm. Do you want to mm-hmm. head your way down towards the fucking metal pyramid? <laughs> yeah, I would go to Bass Pro Shop. Okay. So, uh, making sure to, like, take note of the um, artist trial, you uh, retreat for now, making your way down towards the metal pyramid. And as you step closer, it really is weird. Like, it is a, mm. a bizarre-looking building. The road forks, the main path heading north, while a short spur leads southeast. Beyond the spur, a tall, strangely-colored metal pyramid stands incongruously between the forest and a steep mountain cliff. And then mm. beside the pyramid is a statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, beside this uh, pyramid is a tall statue of a man in elaborate robes and uh, in his hands in his left there is a coin purse and in his right there is a set of scales oh is this a merchant? I think so this one should be easy I was a merchant <laughs> okay but why is there a metal pyramid by a merchant's place? Because he runs the best pro shop, obviously. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to make your way inside? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think Bully is curious enough to enter inside, um, yeah. D- as you approach, the doors open on their own. Uh. What the hell? Almost like oh. they're sliding out to the side, which is... You've never seen doors do this before. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And do you enter? Yes. 
<laughs> they open and Volga's like, Ariatos, this is Via Champ. <laughs> You're right, and I hate it. You and your lingo! <laughs> Clown speak, you won't get it. <laughs> you make your way inside. I'm scared. This is a strange place. I'm actually really scared. What the fuck is this? It seems to be a store, but not like any store you've ever seen. Everything is made of metal, like dark metal. There are porches on the walls, but they're covered in glass. With and they like emit this like weird flickering light. Um, there is like a counter here, but there's no shopkeeper. Um, mm-hmm. but no, I'm. I don't think I'm right. It is like you've seen stuff like this before. As you look at the merchandise, it's all very familiar. Almost like you've been hey. in this exact shop many, many Stop. times before. Stop it! Stop. You are not doing this to us right now. <laughs> Terry? There's no shopkeeper. That's peculiar. Terry? <laughs> Terry? What do you guys do? I don't like this. I don't like this. I feel like this is like a horror movie. <laughs> what do you guys do? There's no shopkeeper, and it. <laughs> We're not doing this. All three of you are standing in this alien and yet very familiar store. Is it her shop? Is it her shop theory? Whose shop? Gertie. Huh. You know, when you mention it, the layout is actually kind of similar to the Gertie. I'm going to strangle you. What do you guys do? <laughs> In character, what do you me. do? Volio falls to the ground. What in the fuck? He starts okay. beating his fist on it. What in the <laughs> hell is this? <laughs> Ariado, Ariado, I think yells from like the entrance. Cause I think she's like right next to the door. She's looking around every, uh, the store and goes, Hey, Gertie, what the fuck? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Ariadne, look around. This look. is Gertie shop. Get a very close look uh, and don't tell me you can't see it. Look at this phone. No one's here. Shop's closed. Oh, someone's here. He starts walking towards the voice. Yeah, it's, um, it's behind the counter. Almost like it's hiding. He, he literally throws Gertie? himself over the counter. Ah, no, no, ah. And uh, certainly <laughs> there is someone wearing Gertie's clothes hiding behind the counter beneath it. Um... She is hiding her face, but that's peculiar. Mm-hmm. You don't remember Gertie having four arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No. Okay. So I know this looks weird, but maybe the best thing for all of us right now would be for you to leave. She has a hood over her head. What if we didn't do that and you... The shop's closed, unfortunately. Unfortunately. We're trying to save the world. Unfortunately, Gertie, we need the title. I don't know what you're talking about. I would really appreciate it if you came back in the morning when everything's solved. Gertie? Gertie fucking gold pockets? Yeah? They're not going anywhere. I would like an explanation. I think I might go insane if you don't give it to me. Um, you know what? Sure, sure, sure. And Gertie pulls her hands away from her face. And the face you see beneath is not that of the human woman you've known for a good few uh, months now. With a scarf covering the lower half of her mouth and a strange, almost conical hood, this four-armed, grey-skinned person, who still has the eyes of the Gertie Gold Pockets you knew, but otherwise looks completely alien to you, says, So, I think this should start with telling you how I came to this planet. Planet? That is where we're going to end it today, everyone. KK said she wants to end at five. Fuck you. I. This is the first time I'm ever gonna say I'm sorry I have to make this scene. I'm a savage talker, goddammit! This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Zenith Drums, Josh Heathcote, Torbjorn, Introduction, Sophia Varlera, G. Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Kiki, Sarah B., Seth, Ravona Darklow, Kira, Lichelope, Gizmo, Talisin, Matthew, Cass, Fable McElduff, Black Dragon Gaming, Eva, Remty Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Emlyn, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Kane Kendrick, Sky Evangeline, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Laderna, John the Book Hoarder, SX66 Seeker, Lynx, and Dame Valerie the Turd. If you'd like to help us keep it rolling, check out patreon.com slash dice roll and see what you can get for your support. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.